With me in the studio is Althea St. Martin, and we're talking about the FMH hospice plant sale. Good morning, Althea. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm thanks. doing terrific. Thanks for coming in. So uh, tell me what's going on here. You're raising money for, why do we need to raise money for hospice? What's the deal? Well, the plant sale has a very special fund. It's still housed within the, the hospice foundation and the, or the hospital foundation. But these funds don't have restrictions on them. If there's a terminally ill patient that really needs a ramp built so that they can get back out into the world, we can use these funds to do that. Okay. If they've got their daughter that had to leave because they've got the terminal diagnosis, we can buy the airline ticket for them to be reunited wow. in their last days. So, so it's just the utter flexibility you have with this that makes it so important. Important and so special in a time where most people have spent themselves out with medical bills. Right. So tell us uh, where, when uh, is this uh, plant sale going to be? Okay, the sale is on Saturday, May the 25th. That's the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend as everybody's getting ready to plant. So we wanted to get the plants available to them right then. Okay. And where is it at? Um, we have a greenhouse. Actually, it's a greenhouse, not a house that's green. <laughs> Okay. We've had a little confusion on that. <laughs> We've had oh, some, really? Yes. Uh, somebody said they drove around for quite a while looking for a greenhouse, and everybody that they knocked on didn't know anything about the plant sale. <laughs> oh, that's awkward. <laughs> yes. I feel like we should go around and send the neighborhood with greenhouses right. directions. <laughs> yep. But it's at uh, 2000 Turner Street, which is at the intersection of 20th Avenue and Turner. Okay. All right, and what what were the hours of it? Do you know the hours right now. We're going uh, Monday through Friday, from nine o'clock in the morning till seven, and then Saturday and Sunday ten to three. Now the sale is just a one day sale, and that's the Saturday, May twenty fifth. But the reason we've got such large hours here is because this is a sale that's a local sale. Okay. People bring in the products that they've got, oh. whether it's extra gardening supplies, whether it's uh, extra plants that they've grown. And also, if it's perennials that they have that they want thinned. Okay, so you're you're basically accepting donations and then selling them. That's the correct. Idea? Okay, mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. it. We, we're kind of the the match dot com of, of gardening. People that have extra stuff want to get rid of stuff, and we've got people that want stuff. So it's a it's a great uh, way of recycling everything. Oh, okay, awesome, cool. And how long has this been going on for? We're not sure, but it's probably <laughs> over 30 years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was just a group of friends that got together to begin with, and it was mostly just perennials. I've got extra perennials. Let's sell some homegrown perennials. Okay. And um, do you have any examples? I mean, is, have you uh, personally seen any of the benefits of, of this, this money, any, any um, of the results or been involved in any of the... Main, a lot of our volunteers that we have working, I mean, we've been growing flowers for two months now, mm-hmm. and a lot of our volunteers are people that have been touched by hospice. Mm-hmm. They have a, a family member that received the services. They themselves may have gotten some counseling to get through that rough time. So there's, there's, it's such a heartwarming thing, and it touches so many people that we really have a devoted following. Okay. And for those who aren't familiar with it, do you want to talk a bit about the mission of hospice and the role that it plays? In, yeah. We're, in the... we're very fortunate here in Fairbanks that we've got the medical model, which means that they can get insurance coverage, they can get Medicare coverage on it, um, so it really helps out as far as the funding on it. They also get professionals in. 
So they've got the nurses, the doctors, everybody that is very skilled in their area. Mm-hmm. And what seems, and, well, and just to kind of big picture, in case somebody's not familiar, hospice is it, it's sort of an end of life yes. uh, service. You, you get a terminal uh, diagnosis from your doctor. It's usually six months. Okay. Um, and that qualifies you for services. All right. So generally, it's six months or less is when hospice kind of kicks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's always exceptions. And what what's the process? What is what kind of services does hospice offer? How does it work? Hospice can come into the home for you. You get a caseworker that says, you know, how are you doing? Do you need extra services? So you have somebody that's kind of guiding you through the service. As you're in a weakened state, may not be able to make all of the decisions, and it's it's a very confusing time of life also. Mm-hmm. So having that caseworker that can say, you know, we can help you by bringing this in. Maybe it's a, the ramp that they need built. Um, we had one case where someone was in a room, the hospital bed only fit in one room, and there was no windows. Oh, wow. And the hospice was able to build windows for him. Wow. So he passed away looking at the northern lights. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. And it, so you asked about the feedback. Right. That wife has come to us as a very devoted um, supporter now. <clears throat> but she says that she put her desk there, and they watched the night sky together now. Oh, nice. That's great. And um, what was I going to say? Um, well, one one thing that's interesting to me about this too is that this is this is one area where you can see I don't know where you can see some kind of big expenses appear out of nowhere, exactly. and that's that's tough for people in general. Not there aren't there aren't too many of us who can suddenly pick up a airplane ticket or mm-hmm. or put in windows all of a sudden um, if we're living paycheck paycheck to paycheck. But this is literally like the most important part in some people's lives is those mm-hmm. last last few months. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the tension that they can feel when they know that, that, that the money is so thin and that the fuel tank is almost empty. Right. You right. you can't stay healthy when you've got that kind of tension on you. And we can come in and buy that fuel and fill that fuel tank for them. Awesome. And at the same time, this is, this is a time where you want the person to be as relaxed as possible comfortable mm-hmm. as possible, not having to worry about things, mm-hmm. you know, and just... And to be able to tie up those ends of families and saying goodbye, which is, is, is really an important part of the process also. Right. And so how does the process work? Um, who Who is applying for this money and, and what's the approval process for it? So they have a, a caseworker that works with each patient. That, okay. that caseworker may recommend... And there's a certain limit that they can just say, absolutely, we can do that. Okay. Um, after that, it goes to a committee, and they decide, you know, this is really a big expense, but it's really a needed expense, so we can go forward with that. And what other examples of, of um, uh, spending do you, do, do you recall? <coughs> so you've had windows put in for people? I, mm-hmm. is, is buying plane tickets a fairly common one? That, that's call? a very common one mm-hmm. because so many times when somebody gets a final diagnosis, they're not able to care for a lot of their family. Mm-hmm. So the family kind of gets farmed out to different relatives in different states, and that's that's real hard for the family to not be able to come back and be reunited. Mm-hmm. And so that I think that's one of the, the larger items that we purchase, and I think it's one of the most appreciated. Okay. Any other examples of things that you've seen this money being used for? Oh, I, it, it's such a case-by-case case ver- uh, mm-hmm. situation. I mean, sometimes it may be that we need to get the car tuned up. 
Oh, right. Okay. It, it may be that they need, you know, some, some assistance with uh, wheelchair adaptations. So mm-hmm. there's, there's just, it's so individual that there's so many different ways that we can help. Okay. And if people want to support it, but maybe are not into plants, <laughs> our plants don't necessarily have a green thumb, literally or figuratively. Um, what, what are some ways that, that people could support um, this this program and support the hospice services here in town? Our uh, people that don't have green thumbs, our people that are downsizing, our people that are moving, are some of our greatest sponsors because they bring us all of the stuff that they don't want. Ah, and we right. find somebody that does want that stuff. So whether it's a bag of dirt that they haven't used, if it's planters that they uh, can't put into their new place, um, so many things that are just garden supplies, we recycle all of that for them. Okay. So that's one. Do you take just general donations or do you take volunteers, any of those things? Oh, absolutely. Okay. In spades on both of those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if they want to donate, what's the best way to donate? Um, they can donate um, to the Hospice Foundation. Okay. Uh, just the Hospital Foundation and designate it for the hospice plant sale. Okay. That way it goes directly into those funds. They can also come on May 25th. Um, smell the herbs, smell the flowers, see all the beautiful greenery, and get a real kickstart on spring mm-hmm. and make their donation that day. Okay. And generally, this, is hospice something you can volunteer with? Are you looking for people to drive people around or, or anything in like there, in that? There's area? always a need for volunteers in okay. that, yeah. And a lot of that is, is giving rides to people and doing those, you know, non-medical things. Okay. And I assume they can find that through the, the hospital website, mm-hmm. I imagine, as well. Mm-hmm. And then for this specifically, you have a Facebook page set yes. up for it? Yes, the Fairbanks Hospice Plant Sale. Okay. So they can go there and see some of the pictures of uh, different things that are growing in the garden and the hours and everything. Okay, excellent. We're talking with Althea St. Martin about the FMH Hospice Plant Sale, which is coming up on Saturday, May 25th. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with this in a moment. It is 817 and 47 degrees above. It's 822, 47 degrees above in Fairbanks, and I'm talking with Althea St. Martin, volunteer chair of the FMH Hospice Plant Sale, which is coming up on Saturday, May 25th from 9 to 4 p.m. at 2000 Turner Street. And it's a one-day-only gig, so you better... Make the most of that, huh? Get there early, get the get the best stuff, Althea? It's it's almost like a bubblegum rally. We have people lined up as we open the gates oh, at exactly really? nine o'clock. Uh-huh. We'll have like a block long of people ready to get in. Yes. So the first three hours are just a, 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 the most fun chaos you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> in the most wonderfully smelling place. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, that sounds really nice. I feel like I want to coin a phrase. If you have Black Friday, this is Green Saturday. Oh, I like it. You I like, like that? it. They're great. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll credit you. I'll give you that one for free. <laughs> so, what kind of stuff are you gonna are you gonna have? So, it's not just plants, but it's also um, gardening tools as well as all. So, it's really like like you would have at a greenhouse. The the variety of stuff. Yeah, but but it but it's also different. You know, we're okay. not commercial, and a lot of the stuff is recycled. Mm-hmm. Um, like we have beautiful, beautiful planters of all different kinds, uh, small ones, medium ones, outdoor ones, indoor ones that people have had and decided they didn't want anymore. We clean them up; they look brand new, and people can get them at such a reasonable price. Okay. So that's just one area. We also have a lot of uh, gardening supplies, dirt that people have had. Um, there's some hydroponic stuff that people have, you know, grown out of that cycle. Um, so just 
everything imaginable, <laughs> I think, would be easy to say as far as what we get in that area. But then as far as the plants, um, one of our big areas is tomatoes. And we have, um, I, I can't believe I just counted up the number of the types of plants that we have. We have over 35 types of tomatoes. Of just of tomatoes? Just of tomatoes. Wow. So if you come in and you say, I've got a, a container that I want to grow it in, well, then we can say you need this one, this one, or this one. I want to grow cherry tomatoes. Do you want a big plant? Do you want a medium-sized plant? Do you want a little bitty plant? Nice. So one of the fun things about the tomato house is the fact that there's somebody there that can tell you what you need. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, great. So, but in addition to the tomatoes, we've got just a, a fabulous uh, bunch of herbs this year. All right. Um, so we've got the chocolate mint and we've got the pineapple sage. I always talk about the smelly ones because everybody comes in and that's where they go to immediately is ruffle those. And that's, you know, I mean, rosemary is a beautiful smell in a greenhouse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And these, so this is already shown up. This, this is the stuff you've already got. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have, we have a full, huge greenhouse right now, and we're kind of growing out of that into our second and third greenhouse. So wow. Lots and lots of flowers, lots and lots of herbs. Um, we've got a whole variety of corn this year also, which is kind of a new one for us this year, but was a, a big seller last year. Okay. And uh, veggies, we've got a lot of different veggies and stuff. I and think then, your phone might be going off right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. It's a little soundtrack <laughs> for us. Put my feet on it. Um, <laughs> so, so, um, and we also have hanging baskets that are absolutely gorgeous. Okay. Multiple different kinds of them. All right, and all of these are donated. Um, donated or grown by the volunteers. Really? Wow. Okay. So there's people who've already put all the work into. Growing these things strictly for this mm-hmm. this plant, so mm-hmm. that's yeah. amazing. So lots of stuff already, and um, let's talk again about how and when people can bring stuff by. So that's uh, the week before that. Basically, you have a bunch of hours, or um, how does that work? Basically, from from now on, we'll oh, be open really? From nine in the morning till seven at night, and okay, then, and then ten to three on the weekends, okay. So that way people can drop off things. If if it's a time where volunteers had to run out and, and grab a donation or something, they can leave it right at the gate. Okay. It's during those hours because somebody will be there shortly. Okay, excellent. So taking donations right up until May 25th. How did you personally get involved in all of this? I got involved with hospice um, as my mother was, was very ill and was mm-hmm. terminal, and they helped a lot with the family with counseling. Okay. And was really a comfort and some of the some of the things that they told me then still stick with me, and I pass on to others. So oh, really? It was so impactful that even 20 years later, wow. I still appreciate it. But probably the other reason, and it might even be an equal reason, was I can't plant a half a package of seeds. <laughs> okay. And I don't have a big garden. Right. I used to have all of these extra plants, uh-huh. and I also can't kill a seedling. All right. So this was suddenly a place where I could send all of the plants that I didn't ah, need. Nice. And it was appreciated and went to a good cause. Right. So it, it was just this wonderful circle of, yep, <laughs> I can plant as much as I want and get rid of as much as I want. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> to a good cause. So you can fully embrace that hobby and then uh, have it go to a good cause. That's great. Something exactly. you enjoy that also makes the world a better place. Do you, do you remember any, any specifics about your experience with hospice, the things that you learned and in that process? I think one of the things that um, probably stuck with me the most was they said, be easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. You're trying to do everything and you're trying to still live your life because you still have to function. 
and it, it's just an extremely difficult time. And sometimes just somebody that's a stranger that understands your situation right. comes in and just gives you a key that just kind of unlocks and relaxes you. Right. Yeah, I've been through the process myself, and and you know, you've got people who are who are not trained nurses and doctors who are trying to care for a person, and a lot of, and the situation is. I mean, in my, my situation was with my father. The situation was changing daily. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't like you could get into a routine, you know. And having hospice, you know, coming in and answering our questions and um, helping us to understand the best way to care for him and that he could be cared for at home was amazing, too. Like yeah. sort of like you were talking about, um, he got he got to be on the porch, which was like his favorite place in the house. And being cared for by me and my mom and, um, which is the people you want to care for because death can be a, a, an embarrassing, a messy, um, a very unpleasant thing, unfortunately. You don't really get to choose how you die. Yeah, you know? that's, that's true. But our, and our culture also thinks that, that death is a negative thing. And, and so right. we have to kind of overcome that, that no, mm-hmm. it's just a passing. It's, it's, it's something that brings families together. It doesn't have to tear them apart. Right. Yeah. Exactly, and it's uh, um, it's a it's a very important part of life that you want to be around for. Yeah, it's not one that we get to skip. No, exactly, <laughs> and it's one that you really want to be, you know, as special and comfortable as we've talked about as mm-hmm. as uh, possible for and, that person. And like in your situation where you had someone come in from outside mm-hmm. that actually made the family unit work better mm-hmm. and, and gave them the things that they needed because we don't all have the skills right. that we need at that point. So it's wonderful that, that this community has this resource. It is, it's so helpful at that time. Absolutely. All right. The FMH Hospice Plant Sale coming up Saturday, May 25th from 9 to 4 p.m. You can drop off your gardening equipment, plants, all that uh, from now until then over at 2000 Turner Street. More information on their Facebook page. Go to Facebook and look up probably FMH. FMH hospice plant sale will we'll come up with mm-hmm. with a good hit for you. So thank you, Althea St. Martin, for your work on this. And we're actually going to have you all in uh, next week, too, to talk more about it. So, Sounds good. Great. It is 830, 47 degrees above. I'm going to be back in a minute talking about the pain is real ruck march with Sergeant John Paul. We'll be back in a moment.